Episode 39, Eight Questions That Will Help You Ignite Your Year. Hey, I'm Janelle Minow, and I'm obsessed with joy, fun, and helping you navigate this messy and magical thing called midlife. I'm a midlife plus woman who broke out of struggle, took a leap from my professional career, grew a successful business, found Mr. Right, and learned to love on purpose. I'm here to teach you the tried and true secrets to releasing what's keeping you stuck and struggling so you can build a joyful life you adore. Here we'll tackle the fun but sometimes hard things, money, business, career, relationships, health, purpose, love and loss are all topics we'll cover. So pull up a chair and welcome to the Joy, Self Mastery and Living a Limitless Life podcast. Life friends and happy new year. This is the first podcast of 2024 and I have so many exciting ideas and episodes that I want to put together and share with you this year. I am living in so much possibility right now about the new year and what it will bring. My word for the year, I don't know if you guys pick a word or not, but my word for the year is bold and my goal is to every day be committed to taking at least one bold action. And I'm documenting these in my calendar so that I'm really intentional about it. But when you want something to be different, then it's time to do things differently. So I want to invite you guys to jump into this new year, thinking about all the possibilities in your life, in the world because there really are a lot and we're the creators of it, right? So I just love the promise of a new year and what it brings. And today, as we dive into the new year, I want to share with you eight questions that I'm asking myself as I step into this new year. Each year, I like to reflect on the past year, the year that just went by, and then set my intentions for the year to come. And there's so much research about setting intentions and how it helps us to actually achieve what those intentions are pointing towards. So there's so many ways to do this. And it feels like every year, the questions that I ask myself are just a little bit different. But if you're ready to achieve new things this year to reset and start the year with a big bang, Reflection and clarity now are going to for sure impact those results. Taking time to journal on questions like I'm going to share today is going to impact self-awareness, personal growth, align you with your goals, and foster gratitude and relationships and really change your consciousness, who you are being. So answering these questions is going to be fun. It's meant to be fun. And it's also reflective, like it might be a little bit challenging, but that's the part where the growth comes in. Anytime that we're challenged is an opportunity to grow. And if your intention this year, again, is to do things different, that's going to require growth. And it might feel uncomfortable to give yourself some time and space to do this activity, but it is so worth it. 
You are going to have so many new awarenesses when you're done that are going to impact how you move forward in 2024. So schedule an hour on your calendar, make yourself a hot cup of tea or whatever drink you love and get cozy and just allow yourself to be with yourself as you dive into these. I am going to share each question with you and make a little pause so that you have time to write this down if you want to do that. And then I'm going to share why each question is so valuable because I want you to understand that all of this has purpose, right? It's not just to take up some time in your day, but it's really to help you reflect on you and your life and who you want to become and what you want to bring into the world. All right. So question number one, what brought me the most joy in 2023? What brought me the most joy in 2023? Now, these could be big events or small. They can be everyday joys, but describe these moments and what made them special for you. Finding what brings you joy is going to help you actively seek to create more of it in the new year. But we can't create more joy in our lives if we're not even recognizing the joy that we've already experienced or are experiencing right now. Second question. What did I learn about myself this year? So think about the most significant lessons or gains that you've had this year, big or small. Why is it valuable? Looking at what you learned about yourself without judgment is going to help you become a better a next level version of you. Identifying what you've learned implies growth. And recognizing challenges you've overcome, skills you've developed, or new perspectives gained contributes to a sense of personal achievements and progresses. Reflecting on the year helps assess whether your actions and decisions align with your goals and aspirations. It prompts you to consider if things need to be tweaked or adjusted and how you can get better how you can approach things to get your desired outcomes a little bit differently. This question also shows how adaptive you are. Circumstances change in life, right? And reflecting on the past year helps you recognize how well you adapted to challenges and whether there are areas of improvements in managing change. Now, if you're not sitting down to write this out, intentionally and on purpose, your brain's probably jumping to, yeah, that didn't happen for me. But this is where we look for it, right? Because our brains don't offer us often what exactly we want to see. So diving in and digging around a little bit and purposely pulling these things out is going to be the key. All right, next question, number three. How do I want to feel next year? So what are your most important emotional values? And emotional values are often really seeped deeply into the values that we have on the surface too. I like to look at the emotional values. Your emotional values are so important in getting the results you want. And here's why. Our emotions guide our actions. Think about your primary feelings this year. How did you feel most often? Did you like it or did you not like how you felt? 
the overarching emotions that come to mind. What did you feel most? What emotions do you want more of? And which ones would you like less of? What do you want to land on in sticky situations when things are hard or uncomfortable? What emotions do you want to drive your results? What are some of the core feelings you'd like to intentionally create in the new year? What are things you can think and do that are going to create that desired feeling in 2024 or any year for that matter? It could be even the next month. The Midlife Compass is can guide you in figuring this out. So this is a powerful tool that I created to help you decide ahead of time the emotions that you value most so you can land there more often. Like when we're aware of something, then we use the tool more often. We come together with it and use it to create what we desire in our life. So if you haven't downloaded the free tool yet, you can get it over at tinyurl.com forward slash midlife compass. But feelings really are the secret. Neville Goddard has a book titled that feelings are the secret. And it's true. It's not just about thinking or visualizing a desired outcome. It's the emotional intensity or feeling that's associated with that mental image that gives it potency. Feelings act as a magnet, attracting circumstances and events that resonate with that emotional tone. So our emotional state influences our perception of the world. We notice and remember and interpret the world and our circumstances based on our emotions. Lower emotions or maybe not always the most optimal emotions like anger, frustration, and doubt give us a different interpretation and outcome than would maybe confidence, joy, possibility, certainty, or love. We create our outcomes and the world's outcomes for that matter from who we're being, i.e. what we are feeling. And there is a lot to say about this, but over time, science is really starting to recognize this that there is truth in this kind of metaphysical idea. All right, number four, where am I feeling a big desire for change in my life? We all have a pull for change in our lives, not necessarily because we aren't satisfied, and often it is because we're not satisfied and should be, but because a desire to achieve new things to grow, whether it's in a career, a relationship, a business, or just learning a new skill is part of what keeps us young and happy. This desire I know for sure is spiritual. It's a God or higher power, whatever you call that higher power, calling us to something. When we stop growing towards something, we grow unhappy, unhealthy, uninterested, and unsatisfied. So this question tells you what is possible for you. It is a guide that you can and will bring to life if you are willing. So where are you feeling a desire for change? Think about that. Number six, this one is really good. What truth am I pretending not to know? That's really good, isn't it? What truth am I pretending not to know? So I love this one. I mean, I love all of them, but this one is like 
next level deep, right? It encourages us to confront areas of denial or avoidance. Sometimes people resist acknowledging certain truths about themselves or their situations. And asking this question prompts a genuine examination of hidden or ignored aspects. It fosters a sense of personal responsibility by recognizing the truths we might be avoiding. We can take ownership of our actions, our decisions, and our emotions. And this question helps us do this. This accountability is crucial for making positive changes in our lives. And it's natural to develop coping mechanisms like avoidance that involve ignoring uncomfortable truths. We all do it all the time. It's a way to keep us feeling safe and satisfied. And this question challenges those patterns within us. It urges us to break out of self-deception and embrace the reality of our circumstances, our thoughts and our belief systems. Okay. It challenges us to look at those. So embracing uncomfortable truths is a step towards living authentically. When we acknowledge what we might be avoiding, we align our actions and choices with our true selves. It's an opportunity to do that, which leads to more authenticity and a more fulfilling life. Facing uncomfortable truths is a catalyst for personal growth. It opens the door to self-improvement, providing opportunities for learning, for change and development. And understanding the truths we might be avoiding enhances decision-making. It allows us for more informed choices based on awareness of ourselves and the situation, leading to better outcomes. Ignoring uncomfortable truths can contribute to stress and anxiety and dissatisfaction in our life. But confronting these truths, although it can sometimes be challenging, right, can lead us to a more profound sense of emotional well-being as we work towards resolving underlying issues. This question also prompts reflection on whether our actions and choices align with our values. It encourages us to live in accordance with what we decide to be true rather than what our brains offer us based on all kinds of biases. And it opens the door to see new possibilities and create different outcomes. So that's a lot, but in essence, all of these questions do some of that, right? All right, let's look at number six. If I don't go after this big desire, where will my life be this time next year? And is that where I want it to be? If I don't go after this big desire, where will my life be this time next year? And am I good with that? So this question prompts us to clarify our priorities. It gets us thinking about where we do want to be and to recognize the significance of our big desires. But considering the potential consequences of not pursuing them, we gain clarity on what truly matters to us. The question serves as a motivational tool. It highlights potential regret or missed opportunities that can arise from not pursuing a significant desire. And this emotional impact can drive us to commit more strongly to our goals. By projecting into the future, we can visualize the possible outcomes of our actions 
or inactions. This forward-thinking approach helps us in making more informed decisions about whether we should pursue our bigger desires and dreams and about what scenarios will bring us the most joy and fulfillment. It encourages a sense of personal accountability by contemplating the future consequences. We get to take ownership of the outcomes and recognizes a role our choices play in shaping our lives. Contemplating the future without pursuing that big decision may act as a catalyst, pushing us to overcome inertia and take meaningful action. The question can inspire us to take immense steps and immediate steps towards our desires. I know it does for me. It serves as kind of a call to action, reminding me that the present moment is an opportunity to shape my future, the future that I want to have. Number seven, what daily habits do I want to change that will change my year? This question shifts the focus from vague aspirations to concrete actions, right? From passively living our lives, hoping things will be different to getting clear on what would really help us make the change. By identifying specific daily habits, we can create a roadmap for tangible change that gives us a sense of control over our year, over our life, over our everyday. Breaking down the desired changes into daily habits promotes incremental progress. Small hinges swing big doors. I say this all the time. Small, consistent actions over time can lead to significant transformations, making the goals more actionable and sustainable. Establishing new habits requires discipline. This question prompts individuals to consider the discipline needed to make consistent changes. And discipline isn't always really easy, is it? But it's necessary. It contributes to personal growth and resilience and an opportunity to see obstacles and plan for them ahead of time. This question ensures that daily habits align with overarching goals. It reinforces the connection between daily actions and the desired outcomes, making the pursuit of long-term objectives more purposeful and intentional. So implementing positive daily habits creates a cycle of positive reinforcement. And that's what it takes, right? There's lots of ways to create habits, but scientifically, one of the most powerful ones is repetitive action because it does reinforce what we're learning, the changes that we're trying to make. And as we experience the benefits of our changed habits, that also reinforces our commitment and motivation to continue making positive choices. Our daily habits often extend beyond a single aspect of our life, but change in one area always changes another. How we do one thing is how we do everything. And this question encourages us to consider our habits related to the pillars of health. Those remember our physical health, our mental health, our emotional health, and our spiritual health. And I have a whole podcast on that that you can go back and listen to if you want to know more about that. But it also helps us to consider the habits of how we relate to ourselves, 
to others, to money, to time. All right. The final question. What do I need to let go of? This one can seem difficult too, because until we really get into the subconscious beliefs or programming, we often struggle to permanently let go of something. And this is why working with a coach can be so impactful. Having someone to help you see what you can't see, and then to help you reframe old beliefs and see when you're letting them creep back in is priceless. Identifying what needs to be let go of allows you to release emotional baggage, the stuff that you're hanging on to and pulling forward, right? We want to be able to drop that baggage and it can involve forgiving past grievances, which is so freeing. It frees us from resentment and it fosters emotional healing. Letting go creates space for new opportunities and personal growth all things a good coach can support us with, right? Holding on to the past or unhealthy habits will hinder your progress, but recognizing and releasing what is no longer serving you allows you to welcome positive changes and fresh beliefs. Clinging to things that no longer serve a purpose will contribute to stress and anxiety. And sometimes letting go is essential for maintaining healthy relationships. It could involve releasing control or unrealistic expectations or past grievances, and it allows for a more authentic and positive connection. Letting go of the past or unproductive habits is going to bring a sense of renewal and increased energy. It's going to allow you to redirect your focus towards positive endeavors and pursuits, recognizing the need to let go is an empowering step and letting go is absolutely freeing. It signifies your ability to take control of your life, make intentional choices, and create a path that is going to align with your personal and professional goals. All right, guys, I hope that you can see the benefit of asking yourself and answering these questions. I hope you get as much out of answering these questions as I have. Doing the work of answering these honestly and with curiosity is going to change your consciousness. It's one of the first steps that you can do to help you step into that part of you who wants to shine and change your identity, right? This doesn't mean that you aren't perfect the way you are, but in order to have something different, as I said at the beginning, We have to do things differently. And in order to do things differently, we have to become someone different. Okay. Now, all of this is already within us. And the awareness that you gain from this is going to help you get new outcomes, achieve new things, and connect to more joy and live a more satisfying life. All right. Now, if you want some support doing this this year, I would love to support you. If you're ready to elevate the amount of joy you experience in your work, your business, your relationships, and achieve your midlife goals in 2024, let go of the things that you need to let go of, discover the beliefs that are holding you back, and create new ones, then I want you to join us in Midlife Mastery Club. Head on over to JanelleMinto.com 
for all the details and the link to join. And if you have any questions about if this is a right fit for you, just shoot me an email at Janelle at JanelleJ.com. It's Janelle at JanelleJJAI.com. Have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. I'm over here celebrating you because you just finished another episode of the Joy, Self-Mastery, and Living a Limitless Life podcast. Thanks for listening. If you got value from this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, share, rate, and review. And we can help even more people just like you. Now, go out and live your limitless life.